Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I have often spoke in defense of the Church of Scientology, but only because so many people seem to be crapping on it for the same reasons that other churches exist. Uh, I think that they're nuts, but I think a lot of churches are nuts. I think a lot of religion is, but I think they're more nuts because of the stuff you hear about them holding people and pouring buckets of ice water on them and doing like damage. There is some sort of hazing in their uh, in their process yeah. that is a little ex- unacceptable in this day and age, I think. But at the same time, what do you uh, what are you putting yourself in the, through that for? You know, yeah, I I don't understand that at all. But the thing is, is a lot of these people that leave have said that they really harass them for like years. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I see you know that going clear the documentary. You see the one guy's filming the other people who are filming him and you know harassing his pregnant wife and all this stuff. Yeah, I don't like that. I really don't. I don't know if that's a, a common practice of the whole religion or if it was just certain people and. Those high-level people that get out, though, and then they turn around and start talking about how weird it is, that's when you know it's kind of weird. And keeping you away from your family. Yeah, but you know what? That's uh, that's one of the things. Well, I don't know. I That's part of the one of the things I think all religions are crazy. I yeah. really do. I mean, you worship what you want. Call your God, God. Um, I, I can't tell you what to do, but I don't think it's much worse than any of the other religions. I've seen I've seen Catholic uh, people in my, in my uh, Catholic school days beat up kids you know i've seen nuns smack the hell out of kids and i don't mean just a little hand slap i mean really making them bleed beating yeah. the hell out of them. i've seen priests beat kids up before i've seen police molest kids so uh they're all kind of goofy to me but the scientology my favorite thing and the number one thing that started getting me to, to defend them was when people were like have you been down on clearwater you know they own almost all that right, land yeah. and i went who cares have you been to downtown clearwater before 1989 when they didn't own most of that land and seen what a crap hole it was, and it would be just like most of Pinellas County uh, or Pasco County along 19 if you hadn't invested some money in it. And then, you know, you want to talk about arguing land ownership, but the Catholic Church owns more land than anybody, and they're pooping on gold toilets, but nobody cares about that, and that's your money. Do they, though, now? Oh, yeah. The Vatican is one of the largest landowners in the uh, in the world. Okay, because yeah. I, I, uh, I know that Scientology has places all over the world now too yeah well i'm just saying if you uh you know the vatican is almost like its own country right so uh it, all, all i'm saying is it's not that it's good they're just all weird yeah they're all weird oh, and they're all bad yeah david miskavich is the guy who is the head of the church of scientology i know that name you know that name probably because of the going clear documentary and because of the times that you've seen him with tom cruise and John Travolta, he is the guy that they say is responsible for recruiting these celebrities right. so that they can help spread the word of the church. He uh, he started with the church when he was very young and then moved his way up and up and up. And then whenever uh, L. Ron Hubbard died, he became the guy. And, He's the main guy. And and they uh, love him. Tom Cruise loves him. Mm-hmm. And that's a, go- that's a gauge to me. If Tom Cruise loves you, you can't be a bad guy. <laughs> really? No, I don't know. This uh, David Miscavige's father, though, is one of the guys that doesn't love him anymore oh maybe he loves them but I don't know, they got some problems yeah uh ron miskavich has written a book about uh, his son it's called ruthless scientology my son david miskavich and me and it's available in stores now this guy that we're about to talk to doesn't seem like he's the most honest guy either right there are some questions here he's an admitted uh, wife abuser he uh, was getting money he was part of the church of scientology i, I think he may even 
B. Let's get him on the phone and let's answer. Let's ask him right now what his status is as far as the church goes. Okay. Ron, how are you, sir? I'm okay. Is this Mike? Yes, sir. Well, good morning to you. My Ron, what we were just discussing is what is your status as far as the church now? Uh, you mean as far as my being like declared a suppressive person or whatever? No, no, I'm sorry. As far as your dedication to the church, because uh, I know what they consider you, but do you still consider uh, yourself a member of Scientology? No, I don't. Okay. No, I don't in any shape or form right now, and I'll tell you why. The church has done a 180-degree vector over what it was in the late 60s, early 70s, to what it is right now. Because in those days, when I got in Scientology, you could go into a church or a mission, do some basic courses, get some basic auditing, and I'll tell you, you'd walk out of there and you were a little more capable in life and more effective in handling your life. And right now, the major course of all courses that you could do in those days was called the St. Hill Special Briefing Course. Right. That was a course that was all of LRH's lectures, uh, his technical bulletins. It took about a year to do. That course is no longer even available for you to do. So that'll tell you the direction the church has gone in. What is a direction? What is the what is the main focus? I mean, it seems like they've already got all the money in the world. What more do they want to do? Well, I think what they're doing, and this is an observable fact. You can just see this. They're buying up real estate and converting it into what they call a church and then telling people that their expansion is the biggest in the history. But the fact of the matter is, those buildings are filled with air, not people. I'll give you an example. In Philadelphia, they bought a building on Chestnut Street. It must be about 12 stories tall. They bought it about six or seven years ago. It's an empty building right now. Yeah. Nothing's been done with it. And, wh- so, uh, and what, is the pro- what is the purpose of that? What, are they, what is the goal? What do they want to do with it? Well, they say that they want to provide people in that area with what they call an ideal org. But I'll tell you, these orgs... People are not going into the church like they were 40 years ago because the word is out that they're not necessarily even a church. Look, in my book, I consider a church or a religion something that you would kind of go to for succor from a little bit of relief for the sufferings of life. Uh, I'll give you an example. I was raised as a Roman Catholic. Right. And I remember going, I remember going to confession to a priest and, you know, tell him, bless me, Father, it's two weeks since my last confession, the following of my sins. And you, you you bear your soul to him, and he would say, okay, you say a rosary or whatever, and you're forgiven. And I walked out of there, and I felt better as a little kid. And I thought, well, I get a fresh start. Maybe I'll try to be a little better this week. That priest didn't have a digital recorder and a video machine pointed at you and then say, yeah, we're, you're forgiven, but if you ever say anything about us, we're going to use this on you. And that's what the church does these days. Yeah, so that so what we've seen through the documentary and through the words of the people who are no longer part of the church is that's what they do. They get you to confess everything, and they record it so that they could use it against you if you've ever tried to turn against them. Yeah, you got it exactly right. So, listen, yeah, the church. Are you familiar with GoDaddy? The website, the web, the web company. Yeah, yes, it's, it's where you you buy your name. The church has bought over five hundred iterations of my name different variations of my name, Ron Miscavige, so that when you go on and search for me, you'll be guided to their website where they have a hate website where they're accusing me of the most horrible things a person could do. So they're trying to character assassinate me so that people wouldn't buy my book. And, you know, the book I wrote is, uh, you know, called Ruthless Scientology, My Son David Miscavige and Me. The reason for writing the book was to expose their tactics and how they operate these days. 
and a direct shot at their policy of disconnection. My daughters and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren do not talk to me. I've lost my family. They're all members of the church, and they would consider you now a suppressive person, so the rules of the church mean that they can no longer talk to you. What was the what was the, 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 the problem between you and your son, David, where you were no longer, uh, you know, being treated like his father and more like an excommunicated member of the church? Well, I got to back up just a little bit. Sure. And you, you, you get the whole story. All the dots are connected in the book, okay? But just a very some very brief uh, description. When I worked, uh, the last thing I did with the church is I was on staff for 26 and a half years. I worked in a place uh, called Golden Air Productions, which is in Hemet, California. I could not drive off that base to go to a store to buy the basic uh, amenities in life, like some shaving gear or you know some undergarments or whatever. I couldn't make a phone call with having somebody on the other end listening to it. I couldn't send a letter to anybody out without it being checked and make sure I wasn't saying any wrong things. My day was monitored from 9 o'clock in the morning when I got up until the end of the day. I could not live in a sequestered life with no freedoms. I couldn't see my family. Now, since I left, and I, I had to escape, by the way, Mike. Right. Since I left, they have all these the hate sites on me. Prior to that, and of course my daughters supposedly said I did these bad things, prior to that, my daughters and David chipped in and bought me a car on my 70th birthday. On my 75th birthday, my daughters bought me 75 gifts. In 2005, since I couldn't go to see them, Lori went and saw David and said, look, if Dad can't come to see us, we want to see him. My daughters came out to California, and we spent five days together at Celebrity Center. Now, with that love between us, all of a sudden it changed for I'm the worst person that ever lived, per their websites, and this is what they do. If you speak up against them, they're going to try to character assassinate you so nobody would listen to what you have to say. Just to, just to back up what Ron's saying, uh, when you Google search Ron's name, the first thing that comes up is ronmiscavagebook.com, which you would assume is Ron's website. Information about his book, sure. And it is uh, absolutely what Ron is saying. It is a smear uh, site against Ron. And it try it, it points out every bad thing it seems that Ron's ever done in his life. And I would imagine, Ron, like there's a picture of you uh, in some sort of Nazi gear. But it looks like it's a costume and you may have been trying to do something funny and that might have been a private picture. I don't know. But it looks like they will take something like that and they will say, Look at Ron's secret Nazi background. Right. No, listen, Mike, it's a Photoshop. Oh if you got the picture, there's four eyes behind the the sunglasses. I, I never pose for that picture. They'll do anything to ruin you. Wow. Listen, by their own policy. Have you heard about the fair game policy? No. What is that? Well, it, I'm reading from a policy letter written by L. Ron Hubbard in uh, 18 October 1967. And I can, I can send you these things if you'd like. This one is called Penalties for Lower Conditions. And if you're considered an enemy... They put out an SP order on you, which you mentioned earlier is suppressive person. SP is short for suppressive. Right. <laughs> and this is called fair game. This is a penalty if you're considered an enemy. May be deprived of property or injured by any means <laughs> by any Scientologist without any discipline of the Scientologist. May be tricked, sued, or lied to, or destroyed. Wow. This is their policy. And, and why doesn't anybody go to the authorities on that and say, hey, 
I signed up for this church. They got me cleaning toilets, which is fine. And I said, I don't want to clean toilets anymore. And then some guy spit at me and punched me. Why doesn't anybody press charges against them? Mike, I'm going to tell you something. You have no idea of the state of mind of people who are at that place. You have no idea whatsoever. That brainwashed. This is done. Yeah, but it's clever. And I, I got to say, I go into detail exactly how this is done and exactly how come you can be at a place like that and take that baloney without doing anything legal against your, your oppressors. Yeah. And I'll tell you, it's, it's a terrible situation, buddy. You, you can spend hours on YouTube watching videos of people who've left the church and they've they've then videotaped their own harassment yeah. that they've gotten and from high up leaders to just people who are who are low lowly people who just chose to speak out the the harassment against them is insane it's one of the you know I try Ron to defend them only as as being as weird as other religions but when they cross those lines that's the part where I can't handle that I tell you I know exactly how you feel and Mike I'm going to tell you something you know I was followed by two PIs for 18 months. They yeah. didn't pay $10,000 a week. And when they were caught in the trunk of their car, they had five handguns, a stun gun, uh, license plates from five different states, an 18-millimeter rifle, a 22 caliber assault rifle with a silencer fixed up to it. Cool. These, this is what these guys had in the trunk when they were following you and caught. Now, even with that, I wasn't going to do anything as far as going public or, you know, exposing the tactics that the church had. When I went to see my daughter in October of 2014 to try to sort things out, <laughs> her husband stood in the, their doorway, wouldn't let me in the house, wouldn't let me see her. And finally, after about 20 minutes, I said, Jerry, what does this mean? He says, Ron, Denise and I are through with you and Becky forever. That was the point I would decide, I decided that I would write a book to expose them. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you, and you know that your your book would be the most hurtful. I mean, this is the father of the most powerful guy in the in the religion, right? Uh, coming from you, that is a huge blow to him. Were you ever worried? I mean, here you are. You got the PIs with the guns in the car. It, you're an older man. It could be very easy for them to make it look like it was an accident. Listen, my friend, I'm a Marine veteran, and I'm going to tell you something. You don't handle a bully by running away from him. Mm. That's never in my character, and I knew that I had to do this if not just for myself, for those hundreds of other people who have been forced to disconnect family member to family member, friend to friend. I just had to do something about it, and that's the reason I wrote the book. Do Absolutely you, just because of disconnection. Do you think uh, if if David ever tried to reach out to you or if you ever had a chance to sit down and talk to him, you could work things out with him, or is he way too far gone? Well, uh, I'll tell you this. <laughs> you, failure is only brought about at that very moment that you quit trying. So yeah. I would always try to resolve things, no matter no matter when, no matter what the circumstances. As far as him, too far uh, to be appealed to on a, a reason, it's pretty damn close to that, Mike, I'll tell you. But I would try. I would try anything. It's, it's odd because uh, you watch him on TV and he's very much – and the you know sometimes when they when they release those videos that are those conferences that just the Scientologist is supposed to see, it's very scary when you watch it from the outside as somebody who's never been part of the religion. It's very it seems more cult like there than ever before when he's involved. Yeah, well, it, it is a cult as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I mean that that's my experience with it. It it is not a religion as I mentioned earlier in our talking that you find relief from life. I mean it just it, it isn't that at all. 
Well, it certainly uses that to lure people in, which I think is the the worst part about it is they break you down and then take your money and then change your brainwash you and make and then next thing you know you're cutting off your family. This is Ron Miscavige. Ron is the father of uh, David from the Church of Scientology. He's got a book out. It's called Ruthless Scientology. My son David Miscavige and me, and uh, you don't get any closer to the situation than the father of of the leader. Uh, I the first thing I read was that. Uh, I was like, how does this guy now fear for his life? But I was right. unaware of your Marine background at that time. Uh, what What do you hope will come out of this now? Will more people have the strength to leave the church or avoid the church? Or what do you? what's the most you want to come out? What I would like to see happen is this. More and more people come to their senses and realize that this is not a church. This is not something that you're going to get relief in life from. And speak out against it. And with enough people doing this and enough people getting enlightened as to how they operate, Hopefully somebody along the way has some connection to power in government or some type of agency where they could just relook at their tax deduction as a religion because they're not really a religion. And even for the church themselves, I tell in the book exactly what they could do to handle things so they could still operate. But they can't keep on operating the way they are now because as far as I'm concerned, it's harming people. It is not helping them. Yeah, well, uh, well, unfortunately, that's all too many stories that we hear of people who left the church. Uh, Leah Remini was on this show uh, not too long ago, a little bit before the holidays last year, and she was one of the biggest celebrities I was involved was in for the longest time, and now that she's out, she says the same things that you say. Well, I'll tell you, she's a very gutsy person. I don't know if you know this, but Leah and I are very good friends, and we just happened to meet up at one of the affairs we put on in Hollywood when I was part of the church, and I was... I was uh, in charge of the music area, and we used to put on shows up there, and I met her there. And uh, she's a very gutsy person. What she did, I'll tell you this, there's not another uh, celebrity who's willing to do what she did and speak up against them, but she did it. She was the one who started asking questions about where David's wife had been. Exactly. And what was the what was the case there? What was the end result in that? I can't use uh, the language that they use to handle her because, well, of course, you got to understand, I got my doctorate degree in profanity from the United States Marines. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I can't use it on the air. But she was. She said that she didn't have, was, she was told that she didn't have the rank that I, to ask that question. Right. And then she was taken in for interrogation at her expense to find out why she would say something like that. In other words, if you speak up against them, they interrogate you to ask you what did you do that was so bad that made you ask that question Mm. not what you observe to be so but why are you so bad that you would even ask a question like that of the church it's i tell you man they turn it right around on you yeah it's like uh, you went down the rabbit hole on this one you're into alice in wonderland with some of this stuff you know i got i gotta be honest with you ron uh before we spoke to you today, I wasn't sure if you were going to be a guy who was just trying to cash in or a guy who has legitimate complaints. It seemed very legitimate right now after speaking with you today. Well, I'll tell you this, buddy. That I want to see that changed. I just don't want to see more families broken up. And uh, I'd like to see parents get back with their kids, brothers with their sisters, friends with friends. That's my desire for the, this book. It, yeah. it wasn't to make money, of course. They're accusing me of writing a book to make money. That's a that's a bunch of I won't use any words, but it, it's not. <laughs> no. I just want to see this changed, and I don't want to see the church, that church pretending to be something that it isn't. 
And th- this is a man who's lost his son and his daughters now, and uh, you know now knows what other families go through when they when they lose somebody over to the church. I can tell you, Ron, and you, as you probably know, we we are in uh, Tampa, so Clearwater, a huge hub. Usually, when somebody like this comes on the show, I'm contacted by the church uh, sometime right after. Where are they going to tell me that you're crazy and tell me a million reasons why I shouldn't believe anything you say? Yep, I know that, mm. and this is that, that's part of their. Uh, if if possible, they have they have a policy out. And this is uh, in a thing called the Ability Magazine, and this is called the Scientologist Manual on the Dissemination of Material. This was printed in about 1955, and on about the seventh page, it said, on handling people, the last statement of it is, if possible, of course, ruin him utterly. This, this is their modus operandi. This is how they operate. Jesus. There's another, there's another policy they have that was written on the 15th of August, 1960, called Department of Government Affairs. And on the second page, says, and it's about the sixth paragraph down, always find or manufacture enough threat against them to cause them to sue for peace. You hear that again? That's always in their. Find- that's in writing in their manuals? My friend, you get, when we get off the air, you have your assistant give me your uh, email address, and I'll, uh, I'll send these out to you. All right. I, I would love to take a look at it because uh, – that's absurd. Yeah. That's absurd, and that does need to get out there. People need to see that stuff. I mean, I, I grew up like you did in the Roman Catholic Church, and I got enough problems with them, but not like that. No, I know. And I'll tell you something. I grew up in Pennsylvania in the coal mining area, and, you know, you were either a Catholic or uh, Russian, you know, Greek Orthodox, but it was mostly Catholicism. Yeah. And the nicest thing about the Catholic Church is they had the uh, block parties where you can get a lot of Polish food and everything and have a good time. <laughs> I, I can tell you that. Well, I, I have to tell you, this is very brave of you to write the book. The book, again, is called Ruthless Scientology, My Son David Miscavige and Me by Ron Miscavige. It's available now wherever you buy books and online. And uh, I appreciate you talking and, and writing this book, and perhaps you'll be able to save a couple of uh, families from losing their children in the future. That's what I really would like to happen because of this book, and I hope it does happen. I'm just going to keep on trying, I can tell you that. Well, we wish you the best, and we appreciate you being on the show. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks for having me on. I All right. It Thank you, sir. There you go. Ron Miscavige, the father of David Miscavige. Now, listen, before the Scientology, if you guys know you guys are listening, before you call me and and start yelling at me, I, do, I still don't care. I still believe you can do whatever you want. Right, it yeah. Just, uh, it, and really, let's be honest. If if this manual that he talked about exists where it says to manufacture lies about people and do that, you should look at yourselves. That, that's, that's, that's a problem. That's a problem. And uh, I'm all for, like, when people go down and they stand out there. Like, so if you go down to Clearwater downtown and you see the students of Scientology going back and forth and they used to wear the blue uniforms and stuff, I hated when people would go down there and harass them. They're not bothering anybody. They're mm-hmm. going about their business, doing their work. It'd be the same thing as going into Amish town and disrupting the Amish people. They're not coming after you. I hated that. And if you were going to do that, I have no problem with this Church of Scientology fighting back. If you're going to start following these people, videotaping them and bothering them, then they start videotaping you. I right. You started it. Stay right, away from right. them. I don't, don't bother them. I'm all for that. But if that's a policy to, to manufacture stuff inside, you know, make up lies about the people, and, and uh, that's that seems to be a little extreme. All right. I Again, if you if you join any church, in my mind, you're all nuts. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. 
Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts.